Good morning. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. A daily podcast hosted by Pamela Staten. I'm dedicating today's podcast to Marilyn A. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. I just want you to know that God will not bless anything when there is unforgiveness on your heart. Listeners, take that into account. Amen. Here's the meaning of good morning. G, get up. O, open your heart. O, open your mind. D, dedicate your day to God. M, meditate. O, optimize your resources. R, remove all negative thoughts. N, never underestimate your potential. I, inspire someone. N, never lose faith. And G, go out with joy and confidence. And so I say, good morning. Lord, I believe that you created me for a special purpose and that you have a perfect plan for my life. I ask that you fulfill your purpose for me and help me to do my part by earnestly seeking you daily through prayer and your word. Thank you that as I seek you each day, that you will guide me along the best pathway for my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And a contribution from Olores. Here are seven prayers. May you have peace. May your health improve. May your family be loved. May your friends prosper. May your worries be less. May your finances multiply. May God bless you. Amen. And a morning prayer. Proverbs 1620. He that handleth a matter wisely shall find good. And whoso trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. It's good and profitable to use God's wisdom to solve situations. When we try to solve situations using our emotions, mistakes will always be made. You will find joy and happiness when you rely on the wisdom of God because it always ensures that situations turn out for the best. Dear God, I pray that when I am faced with situations that need to be resolved, may I never turn up my emotions or external influences. May your voice be the first one I hear and may I listen to it. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Amen. And the serenity prayer, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. 
living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is and not as I would have it, trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you, Father, in the next. Amen. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins. And rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back. We're going to dig into today's readings. God's way day by day says faith is believing. Colossians chapter 2 verse 6 As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Listeners, faith is believing that God will do as he has promised. Faith is not a power. It's not something we're supposed to drum up inside ourselves. Faith is trusting that God will honor his promises. That's all there is to it. Our part in the faith process is fairly simple. We are to go about our lives, making decisions, handling crises, raising our families, and so on, as if God is really going to do what he said he would do. That is what it means to walk by faith. The Holy Spirit dwells in you and is ready to go to work producing the character of Christ through you. All he needs is your faith. Amen. And commanding your morning says, be prepared. Hebrews 12, verse one and two. Let us run with endurance that race that is set before us looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. We are meant to grow in maturity, wisdom, and endurance to be able to handle whatever the race of faith might throw at us 
and to recommit ourselves to the author and finisher of our faith, the Alpha and Omega of our race. We must prepare today when the pressures on us are light so that we will be able to face the tougher legs of the race with grace and courage. Overcomers are not born, they are developed over time and prayer is the place that development takes place. Gaze up to heaven, Father. The race isn't given to the swift or the strong, but to the one who endures to the end. I recommit to fervently seek you in prayer. When I wait on you in prayer, you renew my strength. When I listen to you in prayer, you reveal your secrets. I choose to spend time with you each day because that is where you equip me to finish this race. Amen in the name of Jesus. And we're to live by the Spirit. Matthew chapter 4 verse 4. Man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We're not spiritual beings by default. We must choose to live by the Spirit rather than be ruled by the things of our physical senses and the desires that tell us what we need. We can do this by fasting, just as Jesus did when he went into the wilderness before he began his ministry. This is disciplining the body to be in obedience to the Spirit in all things. Let us pray. Father, I want to be led only by your Spirit and not by the flesh. Strip away everything in me that is not like you. Anything that I listen to or in addition to you must go in the name of Jesus. Anything I seek more than I seek you must be removed in the name of Jesus. I give you my whole heart and my full attention. Let my life be characterized by the fruit of your spirit. Let no evil way be found in me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that. Okay, listeners, we got a good day ahead of us. It's Marilyn's birthday. (laughs) So, it's going to be good. Stay right there. I'll be back, and we're going to talk about hope for each day and get our proverbs which is wisdom stay right there repent therefore be converted acts chapter 3 verse 19 becoming a christian is a once-for-all event in which we repent our sins and cast ourselves on Christ alone for our salvation. 
When we are converted, God takes us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Being a Christian is a daily ongoing experience. It is a lifelong process of daily repentance and faith, of turning from sin and seeking to live for Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit. That is where our wills come in. Although we have been converted and God has come to live in us, our old nature is still alive and kicking. Our stubborn wills will demand to put itself first instead of Christ. It isn't easy to bring our stubborn wills into submission to Christ, but when we do, it is as if a misplaced vertebrae has snapped back into place. Instead of the stress and tension of a life out of harmony with God, we discover the serenity of his presence. Believe me. Who controls your will? And who will control your will today? You know the answer. Amen. Never forget that Jesus Christ died to save people from even the most remote corners of the world. People that you and I will never know during our lifetimes, but people that we will be with in heaven forever. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. God's plan is universal. No tribe, no language group, no nation is beyond the scope of his love. And the same should be true of us. Jesus' words to his disciples have never been rescinded. He said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. Not everyone is called of God to be a missionary or an evangelist, but if you know Christ, you are a partner in his grand design to call men and women from every part of the world to himself. By your prayers, your giving, your faithful witness, your service, you can have an impact for the gospel far beyond your homeland. All you have to do is respond. Revelations chapter 5 verse 9 says, And they sang to Jesus a new song. You are worthy because you were slain, and with your blood you purchased men for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. Amen. Here's something to think about. James chapter 5 verse 20. Whoever turns a sinner from the error of his way will save him from death and cover over a multitude of sins. How do you react when you see someone whose lifestyle 
is inevitably going to destroy them. Do you shake your head in disgust or simply ignore that person? Do you secretly congratulate yourself that you aren't as bad off as they are? What you should do is you should ask God to use you to help them. Think of all the people that Jesus dealt with during his ministry. Some were society's rejects. Mm-hmm. Some were lepers. Mm-hmm. Some were women caught in adultery, despised by Samaritans and criminals. Others were powerful and sophisticated like Nicodemus, Pilate, and the Pharisees. They covered the whole social spectrum, but they all needed the Savior, and they were all headed to death and eternity. until they were objects of his love. Not everyone that Jesus tried to turn back from the brink of destruction responded, nor will they always respond. But that didn't stop him from trying, nor should it discourage us. So whom God gave you to reach out to and try to help, you gotta do it. Follow through in the name of Christ today. Amen. The Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. Psalm 100 tells us that many Christians do not see God in all of his wholeness. He who does not believe has been judged already. John chapter three, verse 16. Yes, God's loving and compassionate, but he is also absolutely holy and pure. And because of that, he's the judge that will someday bring his full wrath to bear on those who have refused to repent. All too often, we're more afraid of physical pain than of a moral wrong. Well, the cross is proof that holiness is a principle for which God would die. God cannot clear the guilty until atonement is made. And that is exactly what happened on the cross. Do not take sin lightly and do not tolerate sin in your life. Don't say, oh, well, God will forgive me anyway. He will, but it's an offense to God. And while he will have mercy on us, we have to repent. He's also the judge of everything, and he's laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. So don't take sin lightly. Instead, walk uprightly 
as you are listeners, as you are. Amen. Be right back in a minute. I promised Proverbs, and here they are. My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people and you will earn a good reputation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. My child, Don't reject the Lord's discipline and don't be upset when he corrects you. For the Lord corrects those he loves just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding. For wisdom is more profitable than silver and her wages are better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. She offers you long life in her right hand and riches and honor in her left. She will guide you down delightful paths. All her ways are satisfying. Wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tightly By wisdom, the Lord founded the earth. By understanding, he created the heavens. By his knowledge, the deep fountains of the earth burst forth and the dew settles beneath the night sky. My child, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them, for they will refresh your soul They are like jewels on a necklace. They keep you safe on your way and your feet will not stumble. You can go to bed without fear. You will lie down and sleep soundly. You need not be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked for the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught in a trap. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it is in your power to help them. 
If you can help your neighbor now, don't say, come back tomorrow and then I'll help you. Don't plot harm against your neighbor for the, or those who live nearby who trust you. Don't pick a fight without reason when no one has done you harm. Don't envy violent people or copy their ways. Such wicked people are detestable to the Lord, but he offers his friendship to the godly. The Lord curses the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the upright. The Lord mocks the mockers, but is gracious to the humble. The wise inherit honor, but fools are indeed put to shame. Amen. Wow. God's purpose for your life. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Philippians 2, verse 10. Listeners, we may think of Jesus as our wonderful savior and gifted teacher, and he absolutely is. However, one of the most frequently used titles for Jesus in the New Testament is Lord. One possessing authority, power, and control. The Word of God describes Jesus as the head of the church, the ruler over all creation, and the king of kings. Christ's reign covers everything in existence, whether in heaven or on earth. No one, not even those who deny him, will be free of his authority. No one. Although the enemy in the world may try to convince us that liberty is found in doing what we want, true freedom is acquired only through submission to Christ's loving Lordship. Do you hear me? True freedom is acquired only through submission to Christ's loving Lordship. You are either working with his power or against it. And when you are submitted to Christ and joined with him in his purposes, you are more than a conqueror with him. I hope you have submitted to Christ's rule over your life. Choose him as the Lord of your life and rejoice in his kingdom that he has established in you. Jesus, you are my Lord. Rule in me and help me serve you better every day. Amen. God is good, listeners. I titled today's podcast, Be prepared. 
because everything that we're learning and reading and now practicing in our life is preparing us for the greater life that God has planned for us. Many of us are so close, so close you can taste it. Every time God dangles a blessing in front of you that you can see, that you can pretty much touch, he's making sure that we are prepared to receive it in all of its glory. I've transformed listeners. I have transformed. Let go. Let God. Get rid of all unforgiveness on your chest. Forget it. Let it go. Harbor no ill feelings whatsoever. And then get ready to ride off into the sunset. Because God's chariot awaits you. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Stay faithful. Bye for now.